chapter six of young people's treasury volume six famous travels and adventures by hamilton wright maybe this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by betty b vasco da gama's voyage to india by thomas frost on july eighth fourteen ninety seven vasco da gama sailed from the tagus in command of three small vessels manned by one hundred and sixty men for the purpose of finding the route to india round the cape of good hope which had been discovered by diaz the vessels separated on a dark and tempestuous night but assembled again at cape verde and sailed in company for the south after enduring very stormy weather they reached st helena on november fourth so much hostility was evinced by the islanders that after an affray with them the little squadron weighed anchor without obtaining the needed supplies and proceeded on the voyage on the evening of the eighteenth they were in sight of the promontory which diaz had named the cape of storms and which again seemed to merit the appellation contrary winds prevailed and for two days compelled the explorers to tack constantly shifting the sails but at length on wednesday november twentieth all the squadron doubled this tremendous promontory on the twenty fourth a landing was made at a place called angra del bla where the dusky natives seemed to have been both suspicious and treacherous the exploring party fell into an ambush and retreated to their boats but upon two guns being fired from one of the ships the natives dropped their weapons in a fright and fled inland gama afterward had a pillar bearing the royal arms of portugal set up on the beach to commemorate his presence there but it was pulled down again by the natives the little squadron then sailed away and for several days was compelled by stormy weather to stand away from the coast land was in sight again on january eleventh and after coasting it for some distance two of gama's officers went ashore and had an interview with the king probably a chief of one of the kaffir tribes of the country presents were made to this dusky potentate who in return regaled his visitors with a supper of boiled fowl and millet leaving this place the expedition sailed fifty leagues beyond sofala where on the twenty fourth gama ascended a wide river which must have been one of the mouths of the zambezi the natives received the adventurers hospitably gama set up a mark on the beach to commemorate his visit and after a stay for the requisite repairs of the little fleet continued his journey some islands were passed which were probably the cluster of islets southward of cape delgado there being much sickness aboard the vessels anchored before mozambique the natives are described as speaking arabic and having a considerable trade with india no difficulty was experienced in procuring the supplies that were needed but as soon as the sheik discovered that the strangers were not worshippers of the prophet of mecca his civility diminished and the people regarded them with mistrust instead of two pilots only one was sent and the permission to take water was withdrawn fresh water being essential to the success of the enterprise gama ordered his men to take it by force and then occurred a collision gama brought the broadside of his vessel to the town and subjected it to a vigorous cannonade the voyage was then resumed and on april seventh they reached mombasa here they found more native mistrust one of the vessels ran upon a shoal and an attempt was made to cut her cable 
the ship being got off without much damage they sailed again on the thirteenth on the same day a native vessel was seized and much gold and silver found aboard her which the captors took possession of making the crew prisoners in the evening they anchored before melinda to the king of melinda gama delivered his arab prisoners and then having obtained some information concerning the navigation left there april twenty second and on may twentieth anchored before calicut being the first european vessels that had ever entered an indian port eight days elapsed before gama received permission to go ashore which he then did in great state and attended public worship in a hindu temple from the pagoda gama went to the palace and made presents to the king who evinced dissatisfaction at the smallness of their value representing through his ministers that to a sovereign of his rank articles of gold and silver should have been sent the mahometan traders used all their influence for gama's discomfiture and it availed to have him arrested on entering into an agreement to land his cargo he was released and he took care not to go ashore any more the goods landed heavy dues were demanded and gama's factor and his secretary were arrested having sold his cargo gama made reprisals by seizing several persons of distinction and putting to sea finding his vessels followed by an armed flotilla he threatened to massacre his prisoners if his factor and secretary were not released and by this threat he obtained their liberty but instead of thereupon liberating his own prisoners he set free only a certain number the flotilla continued the pursuit but he kept the boats at a distance by firing his guns and taking advantage of a fresh and favoring gale made his escape his ships were attacked soon after however by vessels supposed to be piratical one of which was captured and others beaten off and driven ashore a native vessel brought him a message from the ruler of goa gama suspected a treacherous design and the messenger being tortured confessed that gama was to be lured to goa and there seized then came contrary winds with alternate storms and calms during which gama seems to have lost his course for on february second he found himself at megadoxo he cannonaded the town since the authorities of the place were mahometans and mahometans had been his enemies elsewhere continuing his voyage homeward he arrived at melinda where he stayed for five days and renewed friendly relations with the king he then proceeded to zanzibar where he was well received sickness had so reduced his crew that he had not enough to navigate three vessels so the least seaworthy of which he burned he now ran southward as far as san blas and put into that port to refresh his crews the cape was doubled on april twenty fifth and then they ran northwest for twenty days after leaving the cape verde islands the ships encountered a severe storm and when the sky became clear the smaller vessel had disappeared it was surmised afterward that her captain purposely separated from gama in order to reach the tagus first for gama found him there on his arrival the commercial results of this voyage were immense it enabled the portuguese to have the monopoly of indian trade for more than a century the southern and eastern coasts of africa were no longer a terra incognita and the sea of darkness was disarmed of its terrors for the mariner End of chapter six